We're reading Job 35 through 38 and Psalms 11 and 12 here on Commuter Bible OT. The young man named Elihu continues to present a case against Job and his friends, saying that the Lord doesn't listen to empty cries or baseless claims to injustice. Moreover, the God who created all things is accountable to no one. In other words, he doesn't owe anything to anyone. Therefore, nobody can say that he is unfair or unjust. The God who made all things also sees all things, knows all things, and will rightly judge all things. Man with his limitations cannot know or understand these things and therefore cannot claim to be a better authority than a sovereign God. Job chapters 35 through 38. Then Elihu continued, saying, Do you think it is just when you say, I am righteous before God? For you ask, What does it profit you, and what benefit comes to me if I do not sin? I will answer you and your friends with you. Look at the heavens and see. Gaze at the clouds high above you. If you sin, how does it affect God? If you multiply your transgressions, what does it do to Him? If you are righteous, what do you give Him? Or what does He receive from your hand? Your wickedness affects a person like yourself and your righteousness, a son of man. People cry out, because of severe oppression. They shout for help because of the power of the Almighty. But one asks, Where is God my Maker, who provides us with songs in the night, who gives us more understanding than the animals of the earth and makes us wiser than the birds of the sky? There they cry out, but he does not answer because of the pride of evil people. Indeed, God does not listen to empty cries, and the Almighty does not take note of it. How much less when you complain that you do not see Him, that your case is before Him, and you are waiting for Him. But now, because God's anger does not punish and he does not pay attention to transgression, Job opens his mouth in vain and multiplies words without knowledge. Then Elihu continued, saying, Be patient with me a little longer, and I will inform you, for there is still more to be said on God's behalf. I will get my knowledge from a distant place and ascribe justice to my Maker. Indeed, my words are not false. One who has complete knowledge is with you. Yes, God is mighty, but He despises no one. He understands all things. He does not keep the wicked alive, but He gives justice to the oppressed. He does not withdraw his gaze from the righteous, but he seats them forever with enthroned kings, and they are exalted. If people are bound with chains and trapped by the cords of affliction, God tells them what they have done and how arrogantly they have transgressed. 
He opens their ears to correction and tells them to repent from iniquity. If they listen and serve Him, they will end their days in prosperity and their years in happiness. But if they do not listen, they will cross the river of death and die without knowledge. Those who have a godless heart harbor anger. Even when God binds them, they do not cry for help. They die in their youth. Their life ends among male cult prostitutes. God rescues the afflicted by their affliction. He instructs them by their torment. Indeed, He lured you from the jaws of distress to a spacious and unconfined place. Your table was spread with choice food. Yet now you are obsessed with the judgment due the wicked. Judgment and justice have seized you. Be careful that no one lures you with riches. Do not let a large ransom lead you astray. Can your wealth or all your physical exertion keep you from distress? Do not long for the night when nations will disappear from their places. Be careful that you do not turn to iniquity, for that is why you have been tested by affliction. Look, God shows himself exalted by his power. Who is a teacher like him? Who has appointed his way for him and who has declared, you have done wrong? Remember that you should praise his work, which people have sung about. All mankind has seen it. People have looked at it from a distance. Yes, God is exalted beyond our knowledge. The number of his years cannot be counted. For he makes water drops evaporate. They distill the rain into its mist, which the clouds pour out and shower abundantly on mankind. Can anyone understand how the clouds spread out or how the thunder roars from God's pavilion? See how he spreads his lightning around him and covers the depths of the sea. For he judges the nations with these. He gives food in abundance. He covers his hands with lightning and commands it to hit its mark. The thunder declares his presence, the cattle also, the approaching storm. My heart pounds at this and leaps from my chest. Just listen to his thunderous voice and the rumbling that comes from his mouth. He lets it loose beneath the entire sky, his lightning to the ends of the earth. Then there comes a roaring sound. God thunders with his majestic voice. He does not restrain the lightning when his rumbling voice is heard. God thunders wondrously with his voice. He does great things that we cannot comprehend. For he says to the snow, Fall to the earth, and the torrential rains, his mighty torrential rains, serve as his sign to all mankind, so that all men may know his work. The wild animals enter their lairs and stay in their dens, 
The windstorm comes from its chamber and the cold from the driving north winds. Ice is formed by the breath of God and watery expanses are frozen. He saturates clouds with moisture. He scatters his lightning through them. They swirl about, turning round and round at his direction, accomplishing everything he commands them over the surface of the inhabited world. He causes this to happen for punishment for his land or for his faithful love. Listen to this, Job. Stop and consider God's wonders. Do you know how God directs his clouds or makes their lightning flash? Do you understand how the clouds float? Those wonderful works of him who has perfect knowledge. You, whose clothes get hot when the south wind brings calm to the land, can you help God spread out the skies as hard as a cast metal mirror? Teach us what we should say to him. We cannot prepare our case because of our darkness. Should he be told that I want to speak? Can a man speak when he is confused? Now, no one can even look at the sun after a wind has swept through and cleared the sky. Out of the north he comes, shrouded in a golden glow. Awesome majesty surrounds him. The Almighty, we cannot reach him. He is exalted in power. He will not violate justice and abundant righteousness. Therefore, men fear him. He does not look favorably on any who are wise in heart. Job from the whirlwind. He said, Who is this who obscures my counsel with ignorant words? Get ready to answer me like a man. When I question you, you will inform me. Where were you when I established the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who fixed its dimensions? Certainly you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? What supports its foundations? Or who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? 
Who enclosed the sea behind doors when it burst from the womb, when I made the clouds its garment and total darkness its blanket, when I determined its boundaries and put its bars and doors in place, when I declared, You may come this far, but no farther. Your proud waves stop here. Have you ever, in your life, commanded the morning or assigned the dawn its place so it may seize the edges of the earth and shake the wicked out of it? The earth is changed as clay is by a seal. Its hills stand out like the folds of a garment. Light is withheld from the wicked and the arm raised in violence is broken. Have you traveled to the sources of the sea or walked in the depths of the oceans? Have the gates of death been revealed to you? Have you seen the gates of deep darkness? Have you comprehended the extent of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. Where is the road to the home of light? Do you know where darkness lives? so you can lead it back to its border? Are you familiar with the paths to its home? Don't you know? You were already born. You have lived so long. Have you entered the place where the snow is stored? Or have you seen the storehouses of hail, which I hold in reserve for times of trouble, for the day of warfare and battle? What road leads to the place where light is dispersed? Where is the source of the east wind that spreads across the earth? Who cuts a channel for the flooding rain, or clears the way for lightning, to bring rain on an uninhabited land, on a desert, with no human life, to satisfy the parched wasteland, and cause the grass to sprout? Does the rain have a father? Who fathered the drops of dew? Whose womb did the ice come from? Who gave birth to the frost of heaven, when water becomes as hard as stone, and the surface of the watery depths is frozen? Can you fasten the chains of the Pleiades, or loosen the belt of Orion? Can you bring out the constellations in their season, and lead the bear to her cubs? Do you know the laws of heaven? Can you impose its authority on earth? Can you command the clouds so that a flood of water covers you? Can you send out lightning bolts as they go? Do they report to you? Here we are. Who put wisdom in the heart or gave the mind understanding? Who has the wisdom to number the clouds? Or who can tilt the water jars of heaven when the dust hardens like cast metal and the clods of dirt stick together? Can you hunt prey for a lioness? Or satisfy the appetite of young lions when they crouch in their dens and lie in wait within their lairs? Who provides the raven's food when its young cry out to God and wander about for lack of food?
Psalm 11. I have taken refuge in the Lord. How can you say to me, Escape to the mountains like a bird? For look, the wicked string bows. They put their arrows on bowstrings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. When the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord, his throne is in heaven. His eyes watch, his gaze examines everyone. The Lord examines the righteous, but he hates the wicked and those who love violence. Let him rain burning coals and sulfur on the wicked. Let a scorching wind be the portion in their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright will see his face. Psalm 12 Help, Lord, for no faithful one remains. The loyal have disappeared from the human race. They lie to one another. They speak with flattering lips and deceptive hearts. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaks boastfully. They say, Through our tongues we have power. Our lips are our own. Who can be our master? Because of the devastation of the needy and the groaning of the poor, I will now rise up, says the Lord. I will provide safety for the one who longs for it. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in an earthen furnace, purified seven times. You, Lord, will guard us. You will protect us from this generation forever. The wicked prowl all around, and what is worthless is exalted by the human race. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Shout out to Aaron Collier in Roswell, New Mexico. Aaron has joined our team of supporters on Patreon as the co-producer of Commuter Bible NT. Aaron, thank you for your support. If you're interested in helping to further the podcast through contributions, you can do so at patreon.com slash commuterbible. Thanks for listening and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways know Him and He will make your paths straight. <laughs>